Are you tired of working with generic IT providers that rely on you to be the expert? Arc IT goes beyond just fixing your tech headaches. They specialize in proactive IT management, BIM support, and data security for your architecture firm. The team at Arc IT gets your tech, so you can focus on doing your best work. Whether you're a small firm of 10 or a growing practice with 50 or more employees, unleash the full potential of your creative vision with Arc IT. Visit getarcit.com and schedule your free IT assessment today. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our generous sponsors, BetterHelp and Arcat.com. My name is Mark Arlapage, and you are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, where each week I speak with inspiring, passionate people who share their knowledge and expertise all to help you build a better business as a small firm entrepreneur architect. Daphne Romani, welcome to Entree Architect Podcast. Good morning, Mark. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here, Daphne. I'm interested in what you're doing, things that you're doing for architects. And so I want to jump into that conversation in a little bit. Let me introduce you. And then I want to learn more about you before we talk about what you're doing today. Daphne Romani is a licensed architect with over 25 years of experience. Most of her professional background covers the residential world in Santa Barbara, California. Later, she expanded into commercial and multifamily projects. Today, she's based in Idaho, and she's continuing to practice, and she recently shifted her focus to early career training for architects, sort of closing the gap between architecture school and architectural practice. Having navigated the field and risen through the ranks, Daphne knows firsthand how challenging that path can be, and she's working to smooth that path for others and provide support to those who are seeking help and mentorship. Her website is architected.com. You leave off the A, it just starts with an R architected.com. You can learn more about what she's planning over there. But Daphne, before we start talking about Architected and the things that you're doing there, I want to know your story. I want to learn your origin story. When did you discover your passion for what you do as an architect and maybe who or what inspired you to get started? Well, I originally was born and raised in Rome, Italy. And the schooling system there has lyceums, which are the high schools. And I attended a scientific-based Lyceum, Michel Scientifico, and there I discovered drafting, and it just opened up a whole new world, and I discovered how much I loved it, and I thought that perhaps architecture would be really fascinating for me to pursue, and also, you know, growing up in a place like Rome, you're constantly surrounded by majestic architecture. So it was all ever present. Yeah. And it came to the forefront during my high school years. Did you choose to go to that high school or was that high school assigned to you? You can choose locations. It's not based uh, like in the US where the high schools are neighborhood based, but it was the closest one to my home and it felt like it was a good match. So yeah, so I chose to attend that type of high school. Did you have an interest in design and architecture before that? Yes, I've always had a fascination for problem solving and puzzle solving. And so in a way, 
I've always had the curiosity and the interest to find out how things are put together and assembled. So in a way, that was, yeah, a logical conclusion or even though it might have not been super obvious to begin with. So it was high school you're talking about, right? So after high school, what did you do and where did you go? After high school, I actually took a two-year interior architecture course that was offered by the region Lazio in Rome. And so I pursued that, completed the two-year certification. And after that certification, I realized I really wanted to pursue architecture. But in Italy, the university system is such that you are very much left on your own devices and you have to have the discipline to perhaps complete 37, 35 or 7 exams within a specific time frame. And most people end up out of course and end up having to live at home until they're 30 or 40. And I felt like that was not quite the path I wanted to achieve. And ultimately, I knew I did not have that kind of discipline in me at that time. And I felt like I should probably venture in a different direction. So two years in an interior architecture program, coming out of that, not so sure about what you wanted to do? I felt like it was not really easy to find employment in Italy at that time. Yeah. Also, my mother actually is from Santa Barbara, California. And so I had the privilege and the opportunity to come and explore this side of the pond. And so I took a couple of drafting courses, additional drafting courses in the local city college. And I found employment as a drafter, uh, one of the local architecture offices in Santa Barbara. So interesting. So left Italy, came to California, to Santa Barbara, and got some work there. Mm -hmm. So now you're working in an architecture firm. How did you feel about that? Does that sort of bring back the passion? Yes. You know, I didn't really know how to pursue that. I didn't know whether proceeding to university was the right path for me. And so I just worked as a drafter for a few years. And then shortly thereafter, I realized that I could actually pursue licensure through work experience. And at that time in California, that was still possible. And shortly after that, they actually introduced some different rules. And now I think there's a minimum of three years in an accredited college program. But I managed to sneak in under that rule change. And so I filled out all the paperwork and completed all my written examination within one year. I think at the time there were nine exams for the ARE. And then I just had to wait until I fulfilled enough work experience to complete the oral examination, the supplemental Californian examination Yeah, at the times. And so you took the ARE first and then finished the supplemental, and that gave you the license to practice in California? That's correct, yes. All right, that's great. So then did you start your own practice or did you continue working for others as a licensed architect? Yes, I continued working for others for yeah a couple more years. And then I actually ventured in the business for myself, probably around 2009. There were several fires that went through Santa Barbara and a past client reached out for assistance with rebuilding their 
homes from scratch. So that was my first opportunity to launch the business. And I jumped at it. And they're still to this day very happy with their home and give me the confidence and the comfort to leave employment, basically. Yeah. So working for yourself in California, how long did you practice in California before moving to Idaho? About 10 years. We decided to relocate to Idaho and I felt like it was probably, you know, a wise decision to find employment and start connecting with the field by getting employed. And so I found a position and then we relocated. And now we've been here for about four years, a little bit over four years. And during that time, this area has been booming. So there has been a huge amount of construction, especially in the multifamily environment. Why did you move to Idaho from California? What was the impetus for that? My husband didn't really like being in California ever since we were first there. And so I had been investigating other options. And honestly, I was missing the seasons a little bit. It's very constant weather in California. And I felt like I would have enjoyed having a little bit more diversity. And so we had a friend that said, oh, if you're investigating different options, you should definitely check out Boise area. And yeah, so that's what we did. Yeah, and Boise, like you said, is booming. So it's a great place to move. Correct. Especially for work and certainly a different culture and different seasons. And so worked for somebody else in Idaho for a certain amount of time and then started your own practice again? That's correct. Yes. I realized that, so over the last two years for the firm I was working with, I was assigned the task of training the young architects that were coming in the office and working on quality assurance and making sure that everybody understood the concepts and we were improving the internal processes. And over that period, I realized that a lot more people could benefit from this type of training. And so um, I decided that I wanted to put a little bit more focus into that effort. And so that's where I am today. So you're practicing and you've launched this project, let's call it for now, Correct. to help other architects with their path to becoming an architect or a practicing architect. So you worked with that other firm doing that training. Was that the inspiration for launching Architected in order to help other architects do similar things? Yes, in a way that was. I have seen firsthand how frustrating it can be for both firms and, you know, staff feeling like they don't have necessarily all the tools or that they don't see the recognition that maybe the firms might expect them to know more than where they are currently at. And so I felt like this could be something that could be very beneficial for a lot of young architects, especially considering that at the moment, there's also a very large gap or shortage of qualified mid-level project managers within the field. And so I have also seen these very fresh graduates being thrown into very challenging situations, being under pressure. And being expected to be, you know, managing projects where they might not have the confidence, they might not have the knowledge and, you know, overwhelm picks up and then 
everybody becomes unhappy about the outcome, not to mention possible liabilities and other troubles. And so I felt like this is something that I could definitely contribute towards minimizing this type of frustration and unhappiness for both firms and candidates in a way. That's a great mission. What's the vision for Architected? What do you hope it to become? Well, you know, as it takes off and there's more interest, I think it could even expand to, you know, right now, this is just the beginning course is closing this knowledge gap. But ultimately, even assisting the staff in their growth towards project management and better understanding effective practice management and fully understanding what direction their career might want to take. Would they be interested even in owning their own firm as opposed to working for other larger firms and perhaps specializing in a specific area of the practice? And ultimately, it could expand to other engineering and construction areas as well. In fact, an interesting bit is As I share this with my colleagues and consultants of other disciplines, they all say, oh, this is so needed. And I wish there was something like that for, I don't know, mechanical or structural engineering. Yeah. I think it's something that many different fields actually have this need. Let's take a quick break to say thank you to our sponsors for their support of this episode. Architects, listen up. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world and is going through a hard time, therapy can give you the tools to approach your life in a very different way. I know this community of small firm architects very well. And I see, I see many of you struggling. That's why I reached out to this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote. And by filling out just a few questions, BetterHelp can match you with a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There's a link in the show notes. It's betterhelp.com architect. Just use that link, betterhelp.com slash architect. Clicking that link helps support this podcast, but it also gets you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. So you can connect with a therapist and see if it helps you. If you need someone to talk to, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the show notes or visit betterhelp.com slash architect. That's betterhelp.com slash architect. Thank you to BetterHelp for supporting this podcast and for supporting our community of small firm architects. For over 30 years, RCAT has been providing AEC professionals with high quality and up-to-date building product information. Today, RCAT.com is much more than a product catalog with BIM, CAD, and specifications created in collaboration with manufacturers. Beyond that, RCAT.com also offers lead data continuing education resources, newsletters featuring the latest projects and products, and don't forget, detailed podcast. Artcat.com is truly the one-stop shop for everything architecture. Try it out. Go to artcat.com, that's A-R-C-A-T, 
www.ebsdesign.com. So you're providing a course at Architected. So talk about the course a little bit. Like, who is it for and what do you hope to achieve by offering the course? Sure. The course is really initially aimed for architectural interns and designers, but it could be for maybe a, a few a little more experienced individuals as well that may have missed some information along the way. In some cases, people might proceed with their, I don't know, promotions or recognition within their careers, but they might lack some foundational knowledge at the base. So my goal is really to provide somewhat evergreen content in terms of what is the practice of architecture all about. And there are seven modules. So it talks about the overall practice, but as well as focusing in on what are the different phases of projects? What should they each one look like? What should the deliverables be like? What are the expectations at each one of these phases? And also diving into the basics of code analysis and how to get that process started early and becoming familiar with really reading and understanding the content of the code and how to interpret it, as well as understanding and learning how to deal with the other disciplines. So reading and understanding civil engineering drawings, structural engineering drawings, as well as mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. So there is a systematized way of approaching the sets, understanding what they're communicating, understanding the each individual consultants, even graphic standards, because even though they're communicating similar messages, the graphics might be different, they might be shown differently. So how to systematize the navigation of these subjects, fully understanding the content, and then how do you integrate it within your sets of drawings? Because ultimately, learning these things early is can be really beneficial and a great support to the project team. And then sharing what a successful project really is supposed to look like at the other end and how to set that up properly so that it can be successful from the start. And then even though this might be a topic that's perhaps a little bit premature for very young designers and interns, I am also sharing how to properly read and interpret zoning ordinances because I feel like this is one of those secret weapons for getting in early on projects when they come into the door and If you're in the right place at the right time, you might have the opportunity to contribute to the very early stages of a project, which can be very exciting. Yeah, it's such a good idea. It is. It gives young architects a step up that they learn all the things that typically you would start in an architecture firm working for somebody else. Over time, if you're in the right firm, over time, you'll learn all of these different disciplines in order to be able to become a project manager and understand how to put together a set of drawings, how to design a project, how to do code review, all of the things that architects do, you learn over time, over years, Mm -hmm. right? And so to have a course where they can sort of learn all of those fundamental tasks and procedures 
in a much more concentrated way with a mentor is such a great idea, right? It gives them that leg up. When they are in those firms, they'll know more moving into the firm, but also they'll rise through the firm faster, right? They'll rise through the ranks faster. They'll be more valuable. They'll get paid more. And so it's such a great idea to provide that service. So how are you delivering that? Is it a recorded course or is it a live course? How does it work? Well, I have a live cohorts course where there will be a live presentation with the opportunity to have a question and answers after each module. It's divided into eight modules at the moment. And I do have every one of them pre-recorded as well. So if people do not have the time or to commit for eight separate weeks and showing up, they can have the opportunity to have it self-paced. And I'm always available. So even though there might not be live question and answer with a group of people, they can certainly reach out with specific questions and provide feedback in terms of whether they would like to learn more about different specific subjects. This is what I have observed can be very helpful and useful, but I'm sure there might be more topics and more subjects. So I'm always interested in learning and improving what I offer. So, Yeah. So if you want to learn more about it, you can go to architected, past tense, architected.com, and you leave off the A. So it's R-C-H-I-T-E-C-T-E-D.com and check it out. So Daphne, this is new, right? This is something that you've just recently launched. You're going to continue to grow it and evolve it and things like that. Make it adjust as the market requires. My question is, what's the vision for you? Because I we sort of heard the vision for Architected. Where do you want this to take you in the future? Because right now you're still practicing. You're building this new platform. What does it look like for Daphne Romani in the next three, four, five years? Well, I think I'm still trying to hone that out myself. I would love to make this become a more predominant aspect of my daily activities and mentoring and helping young architects. And I'm hoping it will grow and be successful. At this time, I'm also launching my own practice in architecture. So I'm sure there will be a lot more growth and wisdom coming from that in terms of architectural practice advice. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. It's a great story. We have thousands of architects listening right now. I'm sure they're all inspired by what you're saying. Hopefully the young ones are going to check out architected.com and maybe even the, the more seasoned architects should go check it out too and see what they can learn from it and maybe even offer some of their services to Daphne. Who knows? Maybe there's an opportunity to collaborate. But what would you say that an architect who's listening right now what is one thing that a small firm architect can do today to build a better business for tomorrow? I think definitely training for individuals building on their own career is making sure not to take any shortcuts. In a way, we could possibly move things faster by maybe there's a way to cut some corners, but really doing the work and going through it is what gives us the best foundation for the future. So always try to 
lay a, a great foundation that you can base your future endeavors upon. Her name is Daphne Romani. The website is architected.com. Again, leave off the A. Fantastic. Daphne, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for creating this course and creating this platform architected. I think it's needed. I think it's an opportunity for the profession to thrive when someone like you steps up and says, hey, this is a gap that needs to be filled. I'm going to go fill it. Right? I'm going to create this platform so architects can be more successful. I appreciate you for doing that. And I really appreciate you for coming by here and sharing your story at Entree Architect Podcast. Great. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege to be involved with the Entry Architect community. I appreciate all your work and efforts that you're putting in for improving the field, which is very needed from many different aspects. So thank you for all your work and thank you for having me. Thank you. You're very welcome. If you liked this episode of Entree Architect Podcast, please share a link with a friend. That is the best way to help us grow. And that's how we have grown to serve thousands of architects just like you. Share a rating, write a review, but most important, share a link to this episode that you just listened to. Go send it off to a friend. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you to all our sponsors for this episode. Links to the sponsors and all the resources that we discussed today in today's episode. They're all found at entrearchitect.com slash podcast. Entree Architect is a member of the Gable Media Podcast Network, the next evolution of interactive media and resources for the AEC community and beyond. You can now earn continuing education credits for listening to this podcast. Entree Architect Podcast select episodes are available for continuing education credit. Go learn more at gablemedia.com slash members. And if you are a small firm architect, listen up, architects. Join us today at Entree Architect Network, the worldwide organization for small firm entrepreneur architects. That's you with monthly business training, business resources, special session webinars, mastermind groups, and a thriving community of small firm architects. Your peers are there. Hundreds of them are there already. We will provide you with the support and the encouragement that you need to succeed. Hey, and this is super exciting. This is new coming in 2024, Entree Architect Coaches. Yes, finally, after all these years, business coaching for small firm architects. It's coming to Entree Architect Network in early 2024. Join us. Try Entree Architect Network for free for 30 days. It's free for 30 days. Visit network.entrearchitect.com to learn more. That's network.entrearchitect.com to learn more. Try it. Come join us. Try it for 30 days. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark R. LePage. Love, learn, and share what you know. <laughs>